Hey guys, it's Simon. This is Wrestling Unlimited. As it's Friday, and that means tonight was Friday Night Smackdown. The nice Friday Night Smackdown was a pretty good show. It was very easy to watch. I will say that for sure. It was very easy to watch. It flew by, and I'm excited for tomorrow's SummerSlam for a number of reasons, of course. But as far as tonight's SmackDown does go, I thought it was a good show, not a great show or anything. We haven't been getting many great shows as of recent, as of late, whatever you want to say. But we've been getting really good shows, and that's a good thing from both WWE and AEW. We've been getting really good shows, not a bunch of great shows, but a bunch of really good shows shows and with that smackdown tonight was again another really good show i would have expected maybe a tad bit more with it being the go home for SummerSlam, so more SummerSlam stuff instead of so much hey we're building past SummerSlam on smackdown but again we'll see where it all does lead to what it's all gonna add up to and i do see a comment here in the chat that i want to address from Axel in the YouTube chat. He says, are you going Are you going to NXT No Mercy? As of right now, that is the plan. The plan right now is to go to No Mercy. It's only a two-hour drive from where I live, so I should be able to make that work. But yeah, that's currently the plan if all things fall into place. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, Apple Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits or a hype chat in the live chat. Remember, hype chats are like super chats on YouTube. They highlight your comment, your question, your concern, your whatever. And it makes it so everybody sees it, and I guarantee it gets read. Also remember that you can subscribe to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe just like Hurricane Bob did today with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. All you got to do is take that Amazon Prime account, you take that Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff of four games, and you always get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here for Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember to head over to YouTube, hit that join button, and become a channel member. Finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're getting Remnant 2, whether you're getting The Expanse of Telltale series, Ratchet and Clank are Rift Apart, we're claiming the free games, which are Bloons TD6 and Loop Hero. Use this code right down here, PWUnlimited at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Heck, getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, or Fall Guys? Use this code, PWUNLIMITED, whether that's on your computer, your PlayStation, your Xbox, your Nintendo Switch, or even for Fortnite, your mobile device. Put in the code, and you're supporting us. And no extra cost with all Epic Games and Epic Game Store purchases. Also a programming note. Uh, my Heels review for Episode 2, Season 2, will be out tomorrow morning. I've watched the episode, but I did not get enough time to actually record the review. Because with the wrestling wrap-up this morning, and as soon as that was over, I'd take my daughter to the doctor. And then by the time I got home, there was a bunch of news that dropped throughout the day that I had to cover. So our Heels Season 2, Episode 2 review will be up first thing tomorrow morning, as well as our um, SummerSlam predictions and preview show. 
But with that, we have Friday Night Smackdown to talk about. So let's jump in, get my notes loaded, and go with that. Boom, 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 boom. So SummerSlam Go Home Show kicks off, and, well, we see LA Knight come out to a huge ovation from the crowd. Knight talks about the now 25-man Battle Royal at SummerSlam, which is interesting because earlier in the week, Raw, actually, they said it was a 20-man Battle Royal. They've also given us a graphic to show certain superstars that will be in this match, LA Knight and Sheamus, we know for sure. Shinsuke Nakamura, Karrion Cross, AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, Santos Escobar, Grayson Waller, and The Miz. No Alpha Academy, even though on Raw, they said Alpha Academy. So that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. That threw me for a little bit of a loop. But tonight we did have basically a Lumberjack match. It was LA Knight versus Sheamus with all the men that we just mentioned at ringside. Oh, and I think Michin was at ringside as well. Sheamus showed off his power early, but Knight gained momentum before hitting a crossbody, sending both men tumbling outside. We then saw Santos Escobar, The Miz, Grayson Waller, Karrion Cross, and AJ Styles all make their way to ringside to turn this into a lumberjack match, basically. Sheamus and Knight fought to the apron, where Sheamus connected with a white noise on the edge of the ring, leading to a commercial break. After the break, Knight fought out of a chin lock and planted Sheamus with a reverse DDT. There was a slugfest that ensued with Sheamus running into a slam by night. He got the crowd to chant his name before connecting with a leaping elbow. Knight then got a near fall off of a torture rack slam, but Sheamus escaped the blunt force trauma into an Iris curse backbreaker. While in the corner, Sheamus connected with an avalanche white noise. Sheamus then locked in a cloverleaf, but Knight got to the ropes to break the hold. Sheamus then pulled himself up in the corner, but took a little too long as Knight tried to spring him up or spring up into him, and both men kind of just fell to the floor. As the ref checked on both men, Austin Theory would run out and attack Santos Escobar from behind. Remember, those two will fight next week for the U.S. title. Everybody at ringside kind of started brawling. This got really dumb. Really dumb. Sheamus, I'm just going to say it, idiot. Idiot. So the Miz ran his mouth too much, gets up on the apron, and eats a 10 beats of the Baldrin from Sheamus. As Sheamus is bumping him and pumping him and bumping him, LA Knight runs up, rolls him up, gets a two off of it. LA Knight then connects with the blunt force trauma and pins Sheamus to pick up the victory. So there we go. LA Knight gets a big win over Sheamus because Sheamus was dumb, took his attention off of the match, went over and started burking the Miz. Idiot. Idiot. The Knight. Kind of starts to, I don't know, something was going on with Karrion Cross and Grayson Waller where they tried to attack Knight, but Knight got away. And they're like, we'll get you tomorrow. So, yeah. Cool. So, backstage, the Brawling Brutes and the OC are arguing for some random-ass reason. Don't really know why. And they're separated by Adam Pierce, who told Holland, Butch, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows, get your ring gear on. Go get ready. You know what? You guys are just going to settle this in the ring. Then Sheamus and AJ kind of go face-to-face for a moment, and there we go. We then get a music video-style deal, hyping up Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. We saw this on Monday Night Raw as well. It's whatever. It's, an, it's not a horrible video package, but it kind of bored me a little bit. 
I mean, it ain't no monster for Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan going into WrestleMania 30, and it ain't no my way for um, The Rock and Austin going into WrestleMania 17. I bet you it was supposed to be akin to those, but it just wasn't. It wasn't as good as Monster or My Way. In my opinion, the two best video packages WWE has ever produced to hype up big-time matches. If you haven't seen either of them, which I don't know how you haven't, go back and watch them. Just Google Rock Austin My Way, and it'll come up on YouTube, or Google Daniel Bryan Monster. Two just of the greatest video packages to hype something up ever, not just in wrestling, but ever. They're both so good. So then we had Ridge Holland and Butch, Rollin' Brutes, taking on Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the OC, along with Meechin at ringside. So Gallows and Holland slugged it out early as Gallows hit a fallaway slam and a corner splash before, um, before Anderson made the tag and the OC hit a big, boot le- a big boot leg sweep combo. There was a spinning butterfly suplex from Holland that allowed Butch to tag in and twist away at the fingers, arm, nose, ears, everything. Ain't even goatee of Carl Henderson. Gallows then managed a tag and a double team back suplex neckbreaker combo that allowed them to take control as we went into a commercial break. Anderson then taunted Holland a little too long. And there was a clothesline that led to a hot tag from Butch, who ran a wild with some corner kicks and a driving knee drop to the arm. Match then broke down with all four men involved getting kind of into it and brawling around as Holland was sent outside by Anderson as Butch was going for his finish. All of a sudden, out would come the Street Profits wearing suits. The suits that we assume and were seen given to them by Bobby Lashley last week. There was a sky high and a spinning butterfly suplex, and a pounce into a back suplex led that led to Dawkins and Ford standing tall on the ramp. And then this led to Bobby Lashley coming out, being very happy, very proud. Big, I'm, like, big dad energy of, my boys did good, my boys did good, from Bobby Lashley, as it looks like a new version of the Hurt Business has been built. I don't know if they're going to be called the Hurt Business, I don't know exactly what this group is going to be. And if it's just the three of them, I assume, at least right now. But we have finally seen the Street Profits turn heel. After not doing anything with them for months. Like, I haven't seen any of them in matches in a while. When was their last televised match? That's what I want to see. Um... Their last televised match was a month ago, a little over a month ago, where they were defeated by the Street Profits. No, they are the Street Profits. I read that wrong. Pretty deadly. Pretty deadly. And then they worked the last weekend in June and haven't worked since. But yeah, Bobby Lashley has aligned himself with the Street Profits. And we'll see exactly where this all goes, but I do have high hopes for it because we haven't seen the Street Profits as heels and aligning them with Bobby Lashley and Lashley, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Guiding them in the into this heel run, I think, is going to be so good. Going to be so fantastic. We then got a vignette of Charlotte Flair on a yacht, basically saying she likes fancy things. She likes expensive things, and she likes to be the best. She's the greatest woman to ever compete at SummerSlam, and there's a reason for that. She said that she's not looking to beat Bianca or Asuka. 
they have to try and beat her. That line honestly just kind of made it seem like Charlotte has no interest in even winning the belt. She's just like, if one of them can beat me, one of them can beat me. I don't got to try and beat them. Like, she's basically like, I don't have to try. Almost like, they have to fail for me not to win. I don't, I don't, I didn't get the line. It kind of threw me off. Michael Cole then called Charlotte Flair a trailblazer. So then Paul Heyman comes out to try to explain the history of tribal combat and the tribal chief. Heyman was in the ring and briefly insulted the crowd and said that this was the last thing Roman Reigns wanted to happen. Heyman told the fans to blame Jay for all of this, but mostly for what happened to Jimmy. What happens to Jay tomorrow won't be anybody else's fault, but Roman Reigns' as there will be no remorse, regret, or plea for benediction. Heyman threw to a history video of the tribal chief ceremonial necklace, the, the what is that called? The Ula Lafa, or Ula Lafala. We see comments from the Wild Samoans off of Nsika, as Heyman said, the only rule in tribal combat, well, there must be a winner. Uh, we send it back to Heyman in the ring, who said Reigns is the undisputed, universal, WWE, the WWE, undisputed universal champion, and everybody's tribal chief for almost three years, something Jay never will be. Uh, the only spoiler Heyman has and was about to give was nothing because he was cut off with the Usos music hitting and Jay Uso making his way out to the ring to a very pleasurable reaction from this crowd. Like they popped big for Jay Uso. Jay said that he'll light up Roman with sticks tomorrow, chairs, and everything else he can get his hands on. He said since he's the head of the table, maybe he needs to go through one. Jay said that he will bring everything he has tomorrow to beat Roman and become the new tribal chief and universal champion. Solo then made his way out to the ring and had to be held back by Paul Heyman, who told Jay, you done just screwed up. You pissed off Solo. Jay tried to tell his brother that these mind games, they don't work. He doesn't need to follow orders from, from Reigns. Heyman told him, stop. Stop questioning whether Solo believed that or not. Solo seems to be a little hesitant. And then Solo told Heyman, get out of the ring. Jay then popped Solo with a super kick, and he fell to the floor. Jay told Heyman, I'll see Reigns tomorrow. But Solo, I'll see him later tonight. This is leading to our main event. Not yet, but leading to later the main event of Jey Uso versus Solo Sokoa. Got a recap of Santos Escobar earning his U.S. title shot next week. Along with the moment that Rey Mysterio got injured, Michael Cole said that Rey Mysterio is fine considering that he is recovering. He is considered day-to-day and suffered from severe whiplash in the match last week. Caleb Braxton then interviewed Austin Theory in the back who said, why is Santos Escobar happy about this? He didn't earn the opportunity. He was given it after the match had to be stopped. Theory hopes that Mysterio is watching next week as he dedicates this next win to Ray. Tonight, Theory's going to go out there and crush the dreams of Cameron Grimes, because you're going to see Austin Theory live. And that's the next match we did have. Austin Theory versus Cameron Grimes in a non-title match. Theory got off like two moves the entire match, as Cameron Grimes beat the crap out of him, and yeah. Immediately at the start, Santos Escobar tried to come to the ring, but was held back by referees and Adam Pierce. Theory turned right into a cave-in and almost got beat right off the jump. 
Grimes hit a, draw, a dive to the floor and, and slammed repeated, was slammed repeatedly into the barricade. Back inside the ring, Grimes hit a high crossbody and a spinning boss man slam for a two. Grimes connected with a collision course, but as he went for the cave and yet again, Derek dodged it. Hung up Grimes on the top rope and then hit the A-Town down to pick up the victory. After the match, Escobar appeared and laid out Austin Theory with the Phantom Driver where Michael Cole let us know. If Theory, no, it might have been Bay Barrett. One of them said, if, uh, if Santos hits that move next week, we may just have ourselves a new United States champion. There was an Asuka training video ahead of the women's title match tomorrow night. She talked about how she's beaten both Flair and Belair in the past and SummerSlam. Well, going to be nothing more of the same. And then she missed the camera, and then it went black. So they move on. We had the Grayson Walla effect with special guests Damage Control, Bailey, and EO Sky. Waller asked if Sky was going to cash in her Money in the Bank briefcase tomorrow night at SummerSlam. Before Sky could answer, Bailey said, "Well, all the idiots will have to wait until Sky makes her decision. She's not going to tell you when she's going to do it." We then hear laughing from Shotzi throughout the arena as Bailey gets scared and starts looking around. Shotzi's music then hits. Bailey didn't fall for it. She thinks nothing's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, out comes the tank. Shotzi's tank. The tank is driven out on the ramp, and Sky goes up after it. Kind of. All of a sudden, we see Shotzi in the ring. Bailey goes, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And like Grayson Waller's trying to say something to her. I guess it's Shotzi's behind you because Bailey's like, please, no, please, no, please, no, please, no, please, no, please, no. Uh oh. And Bailey gets dropped with the right hand. And then all of a sudden, Wade Bear goes, what's in the pack, Cole? What's in her pack? And she pulls out clippers. Bailey sees the clippers, bolts through the crowd. Shotzi chases after her. And then all of a sudden, we cut back to the tank where we see who's driving the tank? Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega is the opponent tonight of EO Sky. EO is yelling back at Bailey. Bailey, where are you going? Bailey, what happened? Bailey, come back. I love all that. I love the way they do that, where Bailey runs away, and EO's just like, I need you. Get over here. Back now. I, I love, I, I just find it so funny. Yeah, they, they play it off very, very well. So we did have next up Zelina Vega versus EO Sky. The match was joined in progress as the match began during the commercial break. But both ladies ducked a series of clothesline attempts until they well collided with one another. Vega dished out some 10 corner punches and a running clothesline. Followed that up with the Meteora and got a two off of it. Vega tried a code red, but Sky reversed it into a double underhook backbreaker and double knees in the corner. Sky was going to go for her moonsault, but Bailey and Shotzi spilled out from the backstage complete with dumb sound effects and all of the uh, clippers going off. Because we hear over the, the, the house speakers, I'm like, oh, Lord. This distraction did allow Vega to slam Sky and then hit her with a code red to pick up the victory. So there we go. Zelina Vega does get the win yet again over EO Sky because the last time these two met, Zelina picked up the victory. Then we had a Bianca Belair training video package. Talked about her previous title reign being ended due to Asuka. Belair said no disqualification, no countouts, no excuses. She'll remind Asuka and Flair why she is the EST. And regains, after regaining, 
the woman's title. Cool. They they teased it like all three women would be on the show, not video packages of all three women, but hey, whatever. Michael Cole then told us in two weeks in Toronto, SmackDown, we're going to be celebrating the 25th anniversary of Edge. We're getting a lot of these 25th anniversaries recently over the last couple of years. Uh, next week, we're going to see AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross. Austin Theory defends the U.S. title against Santos Escobar. Uh, Dwayne Sweeney in the live chat says, Heal profits make zero sense to me. Why? It's something different. What were they doing before anyways? They haven't done piss all in forever. So turn them heel. Let them try something different. If it works, awesome. If it doesn't, just put them back as the regular old babyface street profits. At least they're trying something with the Street Profits. And it's not just the same, 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 same. Because they've been the same since NXT. Good. Great at times. But they got stale. And they need to do something different with the Street Profits. With that, we go to our main event of the night. It's Jey Uso and Solo Sokoa. Sokoa controlled the early action by utilizing his power. Clearing house of the announce table. Only for... It looked like to it looked like Solo was gonna urinagi. Um Jay through the table, Jay gets out of it and super kicks Solo. Uso connects on a dive that sends Solo crashing into the table as we go to commercial break. When we returned, we saw Sokoa had taken control with a belly-to-belly suplex and a nerve hole. Sokoa planted Uso with multiple Samoan drops as Uso tried battling back, but could barely stand. Sokoa took away or took way too long to try and follow up with a corner charge, and he missed that corner charge. Uso connected on the rock-inspired right hands, but was leveled with a lariat by Solo after a double-down spot. Uso then fought back with a high crossbody for a two, but as he went to the to a charge in the corner, Solo hit him with a spinning leg kick. Spinning Solo connected, but Uso ducked at the Samoan spike. He hit a super kick and a spear, then the top rope splash to pick up the victory. Jey Uso does get the win over little brother, Solo Sokoa. After the match, Sokoa goes on the attack, hitting Jey from behind. He grabbed a chair, and Uso gained possession and unloaded shots of the chair on the back and the side of the head of Solo Sokoa. Uso then stood tall on the announce table, and Michael Cole questioned whether Sokoa will actually even be able to be there tomorrow for Roman or not, which is a very, very interesting layer to place on it at the end of this show, going into SummerSlam. Solo was just laid out with a bunch of chair shots. Will he be there in Roman's corner? Will he show up to assist his tribal chief? Will he even be at SummerSlam? So I like that small little nuance there of, oh crap, Jay just took out Solo. What's Solo standing for tomorrow? So with that, as far as tomorrow does go, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things have been announced for the show. Again, I will do my predictions and my preview, my rundown, everything for that show tomorrow morning. It will drop right here on the PW Unlimited YouTube channel. But with that, you know what? I thought of tonight's SmackDown. Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. And I forgot again to do the goddamn Twitch poll. Let's go check the other polls. I did all the other ones. Forgot the Twitch poll again. Because the way Twitch works with the polls is I can't just throw it out right as soon as I start the live. I got to wait, and then I forget once I get going. But as far as the other polls do go, let's refresh those. 
far as the Twitter poll does go. Wow, 85% liked the show, 9% thought it was or didn't like it, and 4% thought it was just all right. Looking over at the YouTube community poll. 70% liked it. 20% thought it was just all right. 7% didn't like it. And looking at the YouTube live poll, 75% liked the show. 19% thought it was just all right. And 6% did not like SmackDown. With that, guys, that is going to wrap everything up here. Again, we will be back live tomorrow for, well, SummerSlam. I know tomorrow is Collision. There's some big matches set for tomorrow's Collision, but we're not watching Collision live. Now, I might have it on on like a separate screen. SummerSlam's the focus. SummerSlam is the job tomorrow. So the Collision review will be Monday morning, front half of the wrestling wrap-up. But with that, guys, have a great night, and I'll see you back here tomorrow following WWE SummerSlam. Have a good one, guys.